Welcome to the Dental Billing Academy podcast, powered by ESS Dental Solutions. Welcome to the Dental Billing Academy podcast. Uh, Today on this episode, we are going to be talking about why you should make insurance verification a big deal in your office. This is a big roadblock in getting claims paid timely. So I'm really excited to explore this and have this conversation and, and really deep dive and discuss why insurance verification is really important. So let's start off with why is it important to get all of the patient's insurance information? Um, so obviously if you verify a patient's insurance prior to their appointment, you're able to confidently collect the estimated patient portion at the time of service. You can give them a more accurate treatment plan and you can confidently say, this is your estimated patient copay. And then you can send the claim clean for timely reimbursement from the insurance company. So when we, when I say clean claim, what I mean is all of the insurance information is accurate. You do have other things to check to make sure they're accurate. Obviously the CDT codes that the codes on the claim are the services that were rendered that day, the billing provider, lots of different things to make sure that claim is clean. But the big thing that is a major roadblock and the mother of all lost revenue is claims denied due to the incorrect in insurance information on those claims. So a huge part of sending a clean claim is having the patient's personal uh, as well as insurance information accurate on that claim form. And again, this really helps with confidently going over treatment plan with patients and being able to say, this is going to be your copay on the date of service. These are the benefits that are not covered or that are covered at XYZ percentage. And it just really helps on the back end when you are collecting copays on date of service or even sending statements to patients um, that everything that you went over in that treatment plan leaves no surprises. So when they receive that statement, they will pay that balance and you also have far fewer hopefully the goal is to have far fewer frustrated patients that are receiving statements for balances that they were not expecting right so there are different types of insurance verifications and it really depends on what the patient is being seen for in the office that day Uh, so how do you know which type of insurance verification is needed for what patient so a new patient that you've never seen before obviously is going to need the whole full shebang right before their first visit you're going to need to do a complete breakdown and get all of that information that you can then keep on file and just update every six months Uh, existing patients that have been seen uh, six months or sooner um, before their first visit of the year you want to do that full shebang again. Um, A lot of times the insurances change and sometimes patients are really good about saying, hey, my employer, we have a new insurance because they receive that card in the mail or their employer sent out a mass email memo saying, hey, you have such and such insurance carrier now starting January 1st, right? So sometimes patients are good about letting you know that sometimes they're not and it is very very frustrating to follow up on an outstanding claim just to find out that that patient was not covered at that time of service 
Now, I should put a little caveat in here and say there are insurances that will retro uh, terminate insurance. So you may verify the insurance on that date of service and they will say the patient is active and then come to find out they did not pay their premium or they were let go from their job or something like that. And the insurance retro terminated their coverage to that date or before. So that can be very frustrating, but that's not anything that you can control. What you can control is just verifying that the patient has active insurance coverage and getting all of that accurate insurance information. You don't want to be following up on claims where the patient was not covered or the patient's insurance changed. And then you have to call the patient and chase down that information just to send out this claim that is now possibly 30 to 60 days old. So before their existing patient's first visit of the year, definitely verify that insurance to make sure it's still the same insurance coverage. And then every six months after, or every six months in that year or sooner, if they're being seen on a more frequent basis for, let's say, periodontal maintenance, you would do just an elig eligibility check. So you would just check with the insurance that their coverage was still active and you may want to check a few minor other details such as their maximum use and the frequency of other certain procedures just to double check it's not outside of the norm for patients to go to another provider uh, for any type of services and you don't want to be caught off guard because they went to go see uh, another provider for another service and maxed out their insurance and didn't let you know and then an existing patient that has not been seen within six months. And a lot of us are probably f coming across a lot of these due to the pandemic and patients um, putting off their cleanings or those cleanings needing to be rescheduled due to uh, regulations and restrictions. So you may come across several patients that have not been seen within six months. It's been eight, nine, 10 months, a year, Still the same applies as the existing patient um, that is seen more frequently. You want to check the full complete breakdown at the first appointment of the year. And then when they're seen after that, in that year, you can just do an eligibility check. Check for maximum used, uh, deductible met, things like that. So the number one step is to verify the patient information that you have matches what the insurance carrier has and what the patient gave you. This is a big deal because there are patients that go by their middle names or by abbreviated names and will tell the office that's the name that they go by and that's the name that they put on the patient file. And then the patient's legal name is on the insurance uh, forms that they submitted. So you want to make sure that the uh, name matches the date of birth. That's a big one that insurance companies can sometimes transpose the numbers or HR departments will transpose the numbers when they're submitting that in information. So you want to make sure that the date of birth that the patient gave you matches what the insurance has. And then of course, any of the other PHI 
that is needed for the claim. So if there's insurance that requires their social as their ID number um, and things like that, you want to just make sure that all of that um, information is correct and showing exactly the same on the insurance carrier's end as it is on um, your end. And so the next step, you want to verify that the patient has active coverage and confirm that active date. So this goes back to what I was saying before about verifying that the patient has active coverage. Um, you want to confirm that it's active um, it, that day or at least the day prior. Again, you may have some insurance carriers that retro terminate insurance. You can't help that but you do want to confirm the active date of that insurance. Um, and this is important because if a patient comes in with new insurance, and this has happened to me before, uh, waiting on an outstanding claim from three months ago, and the patient comes in with new insurance, and when I went to verify that insurance, when I asked for the active date, that insurance had been active for three to four months. So then I knew that I had sent that three month old claim to the wrong insurance. And so I can adjust that, get that sent to the new insurance and get both of those claims paid very timely. Um, next, you wanna get the details needed for treatment plan presentation. Again, um, it is very, very uh, important to um, get all of the, really correct details for treatment plan presentation. Um, when you go over everything on the treatment plan with patients and they are not surprised by anything, um, that you go over what the non-covered benefits are, uh, what the frequency limitations are, you're very realistic about what the insurance is gonna cover, um, what percentage they're gonna cover it at, being completely transparent with patients. And I feel like that, and this is probably going to be a whole nother dedicated episode, so don't worry, but I do feel like that sometimes it becomes a um, wanting to hold patients' hands and make sure that they feel very comfortable and that they um, aren't scared by their treatment plan and that they, you know, really feel like we're there for them. And that is really great, but you can shift a little too far in that direction and not be transparent with them on what their insurance is going to cover. Then their insurance doesn't cover something or downgrade something and they get a surprise statement in the mail. And that causes a lot of frustration. That leads to patients leaving the office because they don't trust um, that, you know, their insurance is being disclosed to them, even, even though they need to take ownership of their insurance plan as well. If you're going to talk to the patients about their insurance plan, you need to make sure that you have all of the details accurately from the insurance company. So if you don't disclose those accurately, you are taking on a lot of the responsibility of disclosing that um, to the patient. And so that's where a lot of patient frustration can come in towards the office. And that's what you want to avoid. You want patients to continue to give glowing reviews and trust, build great relationships with your in-office staff. And so a big key to that is going to be getting all those necessary details and then 
being completely transparent with the patient when you go over their treatment plan. And then getting detailed frequency information and last dates of service. This is huge. So frequency information for all of the things we know are denied due to frequency. Uh, bite wings, cleanings, exams, but even things that maybe aren't. And this is where the last dates of service come in, asking about the last dates for a filling, let's say, uh, especially crowns, um, because those um, may need to be replaced due to any number of issues. And you want to make sure that you accurately communicate to the patient whether it will be covered or not. So any of the this information, and it, I know it sounds like a lot that you have to get and it takes a lot of time on the phone, but it's worth it. And you will get a system down and be able to get through all of this information uh, in a, in a quick manner and just get a rhythm. And with some of the insurance companies that you see over and over again, having and keeping that insurance information, that plan information handy. So then you're just plugging in, the maximum frequencies deductible and things like that. But all of this uh, is very, very important uh, information for making sure that you are billing the insurance for procedures that you know for sure will or will not get paid. Um, and subsequently, if you know that there's some non-covered services or services that are going to be denied on that claim that you sent, that you're collecting that copay from the patient on the date of service. And then you are truly collecting 100% of what you are owed on that claim. And obviously patients are the number one priority in a uh, practice. Uh, so verifying the insurance just helps the dental team to give patients excellent comprehensive care. And like I said before, it can be a hard shift um, when you're the person doing the treatment plan presentation to go from um, you know, really making patients feel very comfortable to being open and honest and transparent with patients. Um, but you can have a great mix of both and you can make sure that patients feel comfortable, but they are getting that sense of um, trust and honesty from you that you are doing everything you can to show them what their dental treatment is going to cost them uh, to keep them from getting any surprise bills later in the mail. And that's really important. And so if you want to learn more about the importance of insurance verification, but also several other steps um, for pre-appointment readiness to get your front desk staff and uh, really the whole team ready for those patients before they even come in the office to make the dental billing processes smoother and to make ultimately your life as a dental biller easier. You can just visit dentalbilling.com. There is an ebook section and you want to look for the ebook called Becoming the Ultimate Office Manager. And it's free to download. So go ahead and get your, your copy. And then you can join the Dental Billing Academy on Facebook and Instagram. Um, there's even a Reddit page for those of you that are into Reddit. And invite your friends, invite other dental billers um, that you know that want to learn more about best practices, um, that want to elevate their knowledge in, in dental billing, uh, all processes of dental billing, because that's why we're here. And then if you want to join one of these podcasts live, 
just email podcast at esis.me and we will send you an invitation to join live and you can be part of the conversation or you can just listen. Uh, you can ask questions and it's really a lot of fun. So uh, thanks so much and have a great day. Click subscribe now to never miss an episode and find us on Facebook to expand your network.